At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. The greatest trick the devil ever uh, pulled was convincing the world that he doesn't exist. That's a line from a movie character, but it is profound and absolutely true. And now he's going a step further. Uh, uh, You know what? These things aren't that bad. Pornography is a scourge in this country. It tears families apart. It ruins marriages. It negatively changes uh, the way young men see women as they enter in the world of adulthood. And it's everywhere. It's absolutely everywhere. Please take action today. I want you to try Covenant Eyes accountability software. You can try it for three, free for 30 days. Go to coveyes.com slash Glenn. That's C-O-V-E-I-E-S dot com slash Glenn. Don't wait. The destruction needs to end now. Coveyes.com slash Glenn. told us yesterday that there's a missing Russian sub. (laughs) That's great, because it's the world's most advanced submarine, and it has something called Poseidon missiles. Wait until you hear what they do. This is great. We, NATO, might have wanted to keep an eye on that sub a little bit more than maybe you were. No, we were watching it. Did you fall asleep? It just didn't disappear. It kind of went... Chugga, 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 out of the harbor. How'd you miss that? Anyway, um, we have that and Chad Robicho, who is uh, the founder and CEO of Mighty Oaks. He is also the co-founder of Save Our Allies. He is, he's a remarkable man uh, who has been working on the front lines in Afghanistan, now in Ukraine, trying to save people, get people out. Um, I asked him, where the hell is all of our money going uh, in Ukraine? There's a Pulitzer Prize just waiting to be picked up for from anybody who actually wants to go do that uh, and look into that money. Uh, and what is happening on the front lines? He witnessed last week mass graves of war crimes. Chad joins us in 60 seconds. Nothing better than the summer giving away to cooler weather. 
You know, you come home to a place that feels warm and inviting. Last Friday, we had the first football kind of weather. Everybody's like, oh, this is great. This is football weather. Like, it's 77. That's not exactly football weather. But, you know, if you're from Texas, okay. But when you come home and your, your house feels warm and inviting, if it doesn't feel that way, maybe you can spruce things up just a little bit. Whether you're buying new window treatments or replacing the ones you already have, Blinds.com is the way to go, bar none. And right now, they're running a 40% off special site-wide, which means you have access to a ton of amazing options at a much cheaper rate than normal. If you need help selecting what you want, they have design experts that can do live consultations. You need help with measuring and installation. They've got you covered. I know, because I've needed help on all of those things. And they're free. There's no hidden fees or misleading quotes, no showrooms, no retail markups, and shipping is always free. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 40% site-wide. Get 40% off everything now at Blinds.com. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Chad, welcome to the program, sir. How are you? Good. Is this Glenn? Yes, you're on. How are you, sir? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me on, Glenn. You bet. Where are you right now? I am down in the in the Woodlands, Texas. So, okay. Good. Uh, good. Good. You're home. Uh, I'm um, home. I saw you about four weeks ago, and you had just come from the front lines uh, over in Ukraine. And I said, "What are you seeing?" And you said, "Well, I'm not seeing really any significant American relief." Yeah. And I'm not, no. And that was the same on this trip, Glenn. And it, it's really, it's it's not only sad and unfortunate, it's, uh, it, it needs to be addressed. I mean, uh, there is no congressional oversight on this money. This money is going into a black hole. And uh, in any country in the world, it would be bad. You would, you would, you would, it would be bad. I mean, people are people and, uh, and governments are corrupt and it's going to end up where it shouldn't. And the money's not ending up where it's going. It's U.S. taxpayers' dollars, billions of dollars. And not only that, the the it's it's being sent because it's needed it's needed to save lives and uh and, and restore humanity and it's not being used for that so do you think that's us or do you think that's them or a combination of the two i think it's a combination of the two you know uh it, i've been getting a lot of slack from people like why are you over in ukraine helping ukraine's a corrupt country i'm like well you know where else is corrupt washington dc uh and and uh you know governments are corrupt around the world certainly uh ukraine has had a history of corruption uh uh, and uh, it's been a hotbed of money laundering and things like that. But so is Washington D.C. and and uh, the fact that this money is not being audited or, or accounted for or or, or uh, you know has any kind of uh, oversight uh, just leaves room for corruption both in Ukraine and Washington D.C. and uh, and, and I don't think it's I think it would not be difficult at all. We have an embassy back in Ukraine now. It would not be difficult to have correct congressional oversight over these funds and make sure they go to the right place. Uh, it's needed. The month I, I do believe. The money is needed there. I know this. Not everyone agrees with that, but you know we have. I believe we should be supporting these people, not in the in a realm of the money that we are giving them. Uh, I think that was too big of a blank check, and uh, you know a lot can be done with a lot less money. Oh, yeah. But it actually has to get to where it belongs. And uh, and you know I, I just as Mighty Oaks and you know Mercury One, you guys helped us uh, help us financially, Glenn, and and we just brought twenty thousand dollars in medical supplies to special operations on the front line. When I say medical supplies. 
IFACs, individual first aid kits to go into troops because they don't have them. And they're like, please give us anything. So not only did we bring $20,000 worth of IFACs to give this special forces unit, but we brought a ER trauma doctor who trains Army special forces medics. We brought him with us to teach them how to use that. Mm. And that's something that we did. We did that trip for maybe it cost us $40,000 to do that trip. You know, and that would, they were so thankful for that. They were like, that's life-saving training that we were able to give them. And uh, meanwhile, you know, billions of dollars isn't reaching them. Why can't you know, those billions of dollars go to things like that? Yeah, because it's going through government um, and, uh, and dirty hands uh, every step of the way. You're also delivering something else along with the medical care, are you not? That's right. We, um, you know, Mighty Oaks does, we, for U.S. service members, we've done over, you know, over 400,000 active duty U.S. service members with our spiritual resiliency program. And in 2016, we decided to bring this to our allied troops around the world. We went to Ukraine before in 2017 and 2018 to do this. And so now we're back there on the front lines. And we go there, we'll, a typical day will be, we'll give them some classes that are non-lethal aid, like bailout procedures for the personal safety, medical classes. We'll give them uh, resources and supplies. And then we'll give them resources that are spiritual. We give, we give out the audio Bible sticks to them and some other uh, resources to help work on their mental and spiritual health. And at the end of the day, once we build that rapport with them all day, we're able to talk to them, veteran to veteran, combat veteran to combat veteran, peer to peer, about spiritual resiliency and mental resiliency. That way they can stay in the fight to protect their homes and their families and, and uh, their freedom. And, uh, you know, we, we know from our experience uh, as war fighters and, you know, after 20 years of war that we just went through, that there's a lot of things you can have on the battlefield, but nothing's more essential than having a strong spiritual foundation. Uh, and and uh, we are able to share the gospel of Christ, you know, with these guys. Um, Chad, tell me about the the war crimes uh, that you witnessed. You know, I, I've been seeing this since February, since we've been going there, Glenn, but nothing worse than the last few trips uh, because I'm getting further. I'm getting more into the front lines. I just was in a Zoom. I was two hours east of a Zoom, which is pretty much Russia, and uh, and that had been occupied for six months. And uh, and some of the areas we saw, and I'll, I'll get to the mass graves, but one of the things that I think is important to know is every. And I'm not exaggerating when I say this. Every home, every hospital, every school, every structure. The, it's almost it's almost impressive as as somebody that's been in combat. Impressive to say they hit every single structure. Uh, and these aren't military targets. These are civilians. Uh, by the way, we're showing system. some videos on uh, Blaze TV right now. Some of them are graphic, so uh, look away. But I've seen these um, earlier. Uh, and the apartment buildings. Yeah, the the apartment buildings. There. I mean, what you're saying is is true. There's really nothing left. Nothing. It's it's all rubble. And you say that's they're, different they're than than usual in in wars like this? Absolutely. I mean, you. Know, I mean, I mean, even the Taliban is in this rule. I mean, the, the Taliban attacks civilians. You know, it's terrorism. They want to. They want to in, in, intimidate people. But this is an intimidation. This is. I mean, you're talking like those. Some of those buildings in the videos you've seen look like two buildings. It's one building. It's a five story building blown out to the ground. And this was women and children and civilians living in it. And this wasn't one that was accidental. This is every apartment building in the area had airdropped missile right into the roof of that apartment building that blew it to the ground and killed thousands of civilians. And this isn't being reported. I'm happy you're allowing me to to give this news right now, but it's not being reported. And uh, and then you know you so this is again this is not this is not a collateral damage. This is not. 
you know, indiscriminate fire. This is a direct targeting of civilian uh, complexes and, and civilians, which is a war crime. And, you know, in, in the international courts, uh, the ICC, the International Criminal Court in the UN uh, needs to be stepping in because this is not should never be allowed, uh, regardless of Ukraine, Russia, political sides like who none of that. This should never be allowed in this point of our civilization to attack civilians this way. And uh, you know, after we spent the day, I spent, I was with uh, uh, the chief, chief Vadim, who's the chief of the entire uh, law enforcement for all of Ukraine. Though he'd be like over, essentially over like the FBI, uh, CIA, every, everything uh, for all of Ukraine. And he was sent there by the government to make sure they secured a Zoom after they recaptured it. So we were with him as I drove to meet him. Uh, myself and my partner are driving in this in this combat area to meet him and two MiG fighters flew over. They did a gun run, dropped bombs over. I've been in a lot of war zones. I've never had air, air uh, enemy air over us. I mean, we always controlled the air. So that was kind of a pretty cra- crazy uh, scenario for me. We had a hind helicopter fly by. We get to the front. We're, we're uh, with them while they're fighting. There's, we're getting shelled and rocketed within 100 meters of us and the small arms fire and uh, you probably seen some of the videos I sent with, you know, we probably counted about, I probably counted about 60 Russian soldiers. They were like 18, 19, 20 years old. Uh, it's sad to know that many of them probably don't even know why they were there. And uh, they were dead or dying. And one of the things I did see the Ukrainians as we were moving forward and they were, they were dying Russian soldiers, they were rendering aid. And, uh, and that shows who's the good guys because these guys are rendering aid. Meanwhile, these Russians had occupied their homes and killed their family members for six months and the Ukrainians are still rendering aid. I thought that was that really stood out to me. Uh, who's on the right side? But, I want to play a clip uh, from you out on the field where you're talking about mass graves. Here it is. This area is uh, 1,200 uh, people were missing from this area. They found uh, 1,100 bodies. Uh, in this area, and they were burned um, before the buried. So, try you could tell they tried to destroy the evidence of the mass killings. Most of the people were their hands were tied, uh, some in front of their backs, some behind their backs, um, in executed style. So we're not just talking about ballistic missiles and, and shelling, uh, which we've seen. I've seen uh, firsthand driving through cities that are just leveled to rubble, uh, civilian targets, civilian neighborhoods. Uh, but we're talking beyond that just uh, with indirect fire. And, and uh, uh, this is not uh, uh, indiscriminate fire because you know we drove through areas and me and my teammate are driving through like they strategically hit every structure, every house, every building, every school, every hospital. Uh, but now beyond that, they're once they take these areas, they're bringing these civilians out here in the woods, tying their hands behind their back uh, and, and executing them, burning their bodies to hide the evidence, putting them in mass graves. You saw these people with their hands tied behind their backs in the you saw this yourself? I saw it myself, Glenn. Yeah, and uh, and you know uh, there were there were two mass graves that we were brought to. One was 474 people. They counted specifically. The other was estimated about 1,100 people. And mostly all, all civilians, mostly because the, most of the men would have been out fighting. Most of them were women, a lot of children. And it, it appeared it appeared what they were using the graves for. When I say 1,100 people, I don't think they killed 1,100 people one time. But I think over six months they did was you know as they arrested people, they brought them there. Um, you know, probably bound and handcuffed and then, and then would kill them on that side, just push them in as a place of disposal. That's, that would be my, I don't have evidence of that, but that'd be my interpretation of, from what I saw 
uh, it happened. And then as Ukraine came in and tried to, and it was retaking that area, and it appeared they tried to burn the bodies to maybe hide the evidence. But, you know, burning bodies is harder than it sounds. you got to use a lot of fuel. And, and so then they tried to bury it, and then they, they vacated the area. They, they, when I say they vacated, they must have left in a hurry because they left 74 tanks in this area. Chad, what, so what do, we, what do we do? You know, this, to me, Glenn, this, is a, this only gets worse. Either it, Russia's losing, uh, so I think Putin has to show strength. So I think the only scenarios is that he's going to escalate and do something uh, radical, even more radical than this. Uh, or, you know, you have the other scenarios. You have uh, Zelensky, who can't, because Zelensky, in the eyes of Ukraine, they're winning, and, uh, and as they're winning, you can't, he's not going to go to negotiation table. So it would also require Putin to do something that would force him to negotiation table. But I think what, what we could do as a world, and I don't mean as America, but as the world, is, is NATO needs to accept Ukraine in the, in the NATO or, and or the UN and the International Criminal Court needs to recognize these war crimes and these uh, human rights violations and hold, hold Putin accountable. And uh, that's what the UN's for. That's what that's what the International Criminal Court is for, uh, for these exact scenarios. But we're not seeing them take action. So what we could do, uh, you and I, is exactly what we're doing right now: uh, is is exposing this. Um, I, I believe if I would have not leaked this information to Fox, if they would have, if I would have reported it right to the uh, United States government, or it would have been swept away because they don't want it to be known. Because if it's known, then they have to do something about it. And uh, so we need to, you know, make sure that he's reporting from the front lines. Uh, you know, unfortunately, journalists can't make it to these a lot of these areas because it's, it's so volatile. And and uh, I get that. But the reporting needs to be needs to be it needs to be exposed. And, uh, and you know, our government needs to be held accountable for these billions of dollars so that Ukraine could if we are going to give if our government's going to decide to give this money, then it needs to go where it belongs. Again, I uh, think you and I both agree that this much money is makes the problem worse. Uh, but, um, you know, if we are going to give it, then, then give it and have good oversight. Uh, if, if we're going to have an international criminal court system, then, then use it for times like this. The UN, this is what it's for. This is what the UN's for. And, uh, you know, I also believe NATO at this point, NATO should accept Ukraine. And by the way, in the last, I think just a couple of days ago, president Zelensky, uh, applied again for, um, for Ukraine to be accepted into NATO. Chad, uh, thank you so much for doing everything that you do. I, I know your heart is in the right place. I know who you serve. Uh, and um, I can't imagine what this does for somebody who went through PTSD to be over there again and seeing these things. Uh, so I appreciate your service um, to him and to us. So thank you so much, Chad. Thank you, again. God, God bless, and thanks for all your support, too. Uh, we couldn't do it without you. You got it. Mighty Oaks Foundation. He's the founder and CEO, co-founder of Save Our Allies. Uh, you can follow him uh, at Save Our Allies or SaveOurAllies.org. All right. The pain that you're carrying around every day. What are you going to do when it's a thing of the past? What kinds of things are you going to go back and do? You haven't been able to do maybe in a couple of years because pain was always standing in your way. I can tell you what I went back to doing. Painting. I can paint again. Yesterday, I I started a commission for somebody, and I don't know why I said yes to it. It's the hardest painting. It's about uh, it's about Corey Tenboom and her sister, and uh, it's I, maybe I hope it will be a beautiful painting and inspiring. But uh, holy cow! 
It's been hard. I've spent like six hours painting yesterday. I could not have held a paintbrush just five years ago for more than probably two minutes, literally. This has helped me so much. I get my life back with Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com or call 800, the number four, relief. 800, the number four, relief. ReliefFactor.com. Call uh, right now. 800 for relief or get the uh, quick start trial pack for 1999. You can do it also online at relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds station ID. So what do we do? I mean, what do we do? I mean, I don't feel comfortable. I don't want to go to war. We, we've we've had enough. I don't want to go to war, and uh, and I don't trust our own Pentagon to execute a war with this president in a way that would not make things just a hundred thousand times worse. Yeah, I mean, our first responsibility, of course, is to our own country and our own citizens. And nuclear war with Russia Bad idea. is negative for those individuals. Yeah, it would be suboptimal uh, for our citizens. So you have to avoid that, right? And this is, of course, an advantage for Russia in this conflict because, the, and the reason probably why they're threatening all right. of these things all the time. They they know we've told them. I mean, Biden's told them that we're not going to war. We're not going to use nuclear weapons ourselves. We're not going to do any of these things. Now, mm. if this thing escalates, who knows what happens? And this is why I think it's undersold as a priority of our attention right now. It is one of those things that could swing out of control relatively quickly. And the the bad part of this is the more successful we are in helping Ukraine, the more desperate Putin gets and the more likely this stuff happens. And the fact that we are now shipping natural gas or LP over to Ukraine and, and to Europe to make up for the deficit of those now downed uh, gas lines, um, it only makes us a bigger target as well. I'm going to yeah. tell you something I don't think anybody saw from Granholm, our Secretary of Energy. I don't think anybody was really paying attention to what she did last week. We were, and uh, we'll tell you about that. And the missing submarine just kind of disappeared. NATO, we're watching it, but it disappeared. Did it? Or were you not really watching it as closely as you should have? More on this in a minute. The Glenn Back Program. You know, not every day you come across somebody that can pivot from one project to the next and hit it out of the park every single time. But that's what Mike Lindell has done at My Pillow. I mean, he's pivoted from the pillow to the sheets and the sheets to the towels. And now he's he's doing incredible work on slippers, footwear, revolutionizing the footwear industry. He launched a uh, line of brand new slippers, slides, and sandals, and really, they're honestly fantastic. 
You can get them at an amazing discount as low as $29.98. You can get them for uh, uh, now $29.98. That's an $80 value. You just go to MyPillow.com. Use the promo code BECK. But they're not going to be this price for long. This is a limited time. They're made to be worn year-long with uh, a layer that's designed to help keep your feet comfortable. They have breathable fabric, plus Mike's patented impact gel makes them super comfortable. Log on to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Special Square, and use the promo code BECK. Receive this limited time offer right now. One-year guarantee and a 60-day money-back guarantee. MyPillow.com. Sign up to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. My job is to warn you of things that are coming. Um, I don't think it is to um, uh, tell you how to fix it. Although, uh, if you, well, let's talk about this. Are you a long-term thinker or a short-term thinker? I try to be a long-term thinker. Long-term. Many times, particularly meals, I'm a short-term thinker. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. okay, me too. Mm-hmm. Ice cream is in front of me. Very short thinker. <laughs> Goldfish thinking, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you're a, if you're a short term thinker, this next segment, your mood's not going to improve much. Mm. If you're a long term thinker in half an hour, your mood is going to improve a great deal because I don't have an answer. Yesterday, I several times gave you a warning about something and lo and behold, an answer appears to show you the way to make that happen. Uh, and he'll be joining me in just about 30 minutes. So don't go anywhere. Now, do you ever remember Merchant Marines? I was a Merchant Marine. When I was a kid, I didn't even know what that was. What the hell is a Merchant Marine? Is that some sort of a offshoot of the Marines? No, it was just somebody who was working merchant ships. Merchant, mer- merchant uh, convoys. What are those? Those are just like the big, you know... Those big, huge ships that come in with all the, you know, uh, cargo on the back of it. The cargo ships. It's, a, it's a, Those are merchant marines that are running those things. Okay. We had a problem with merchant ships back in the 1930s. As things progress with the Russian war, the more this thing echoes the buildup of World War II... I think we're somewhere between 1936 and 1938, the invasion of the Rhineland and the invasion of Poland. But it's interesting because headlines this week have shown that a cabinet level secretary of the United States has called for merchant convoys and armed escorts for the LNG ships going from the U.S. to Europe. That's natural gas or propane. Okay, it was the secretary of energy asking the Secretary of Defense to provide increased security for private naval vessels. Did you know that? Now, they didn't use convoy or escorts, but you just just want to make sure that uh, the Pentagon is providing some uh, security for these uh, carriers that are on their way to Europe and they need increased security. Now, how are we going to increase security for liquid natural gas with 80,000 tons of displacement and, by law, 
They can carry no armaments, no defensive system of any kind. See, this is why Nord Stream was so serious, because it's a private infrastructure. And if the Russians claim we did it, then they can claim, well, our private infrastructure is a target as well. So the naval responsibility for all of our shipping uh, security in the Atlantic Ocean falls to a carrier group, a brand new carrier, the most sophisticated carrier ever, the Gerald R. Ford carrier group. And uh, it doesn't Gerald R. Ford doesn't instill confidence in me. But now this has been at sea trials for the last two years. It's the newest of our character uh, of our carriers. And it's been some would say plagued with issues for their launch system, the electromagnetic launch system, the elevators, the uh, radar system. It comes out of uh, Norfolk, Virginia. So riddle me this. Is it a coincidence that suddenly and a few months early based on previous announcement, the Gerald R. Ford has suddenly been declared, oh, it's combat ready. Oh, no. You know what? We're going to deploy it. You know, what time is it? Soon uh, in the Atlantic for the very first time. When did they announce that? Literally the day after Secretary Granholm said we need increased security in the Atlantic. Suddenly, you know, the launching system and the radar and all of the. No, no, it works. It's miraculous. You know what? It was just a light bulb that was out. We just had to switch that one. It's like a Christmas tree. We switched that one light bulb and everything went on. It's it's fine. Fix the one light bulb and all of a sudden the missiles hit their targets. Right, right. right. Mm -hmm. Best guess is this is all quietly and informally the U.S. Navy conducting training exercises and they're going out and they're just coincidentally, they're going to just be doing a lot, a lot of these things, you know, right up next to the, you know, the natural gas ships. That's it. U.S. Navy will open up dedicated uh, channels with LNG shipping companies and they will proactively report any any security concerns or unknown radar or subcontacts. Uh, and it won't be surprising if Shell and Chevron and Exxon, Exxon all quietly decide, you know what, we're going to sail right next to that that carrier group. We just, I mean, it's great. We, you know, we have things to see. Ocean's a big thing, and you don't see much, so we're going to do that. Uh, just watch the movie Greyhound. It's on Apple. Tom Hanks was in it about the Allied convoy running through German U-boats. See, that's how they get it's on Apple. You can watch it. It's really good. But that's how it was happening in World War II. Submarines were coming out and sinking all of the things that we were sending to Europe, which brings me to another coincidence. Oh, man, you're, you're just not going to believe this. But one of Russia's nuclear powered submarines has reportedly vanished from its Arctic harbor. And NATO says it's concerned it could be gearing up to test its advanced weapons systems. Now, it's in the Atlantic, and it's a submarine. Pay no attention to the last story, because it's really great. Advanced systems, in fact, the system is called 
the you're gonna love this uh it is the poseidon yeah yeah it's called the poseidon the missile system but it is it is known as uh the armageddon weapon i love that (laughs) so what is it well this submarine is is top shelf brand new and it has the Poseidon torpedo, which is a nuclear torpedo. And this torpedo um, is kind of strong. I mean, just to put it into perspective, put it into perspective for you. Fat Man, the Fat Man nuclear bomb dropped on Nagasaki by the United States. That was 21 kilotons. Remember that? Vaporize. Whoa. Okay. 21 kilotons. Um. So uh, a a megaton is 1000 kilotons. So what we dropped with Fat Man was uh 21 kilotons. So it'd be 21,000 megatons, right? I think I I it's a lot. Okay? <laughs> It's a lot. <laughs> 21 kilotons. A megaton is a thousand kilotons. The estimates on the weapon of the apocalypse have ranged from two to 100 megatons. 100 megatons. <clears throat> now, that's a lot. That's a lot. But here's the thing. They're not missiles like you know them to be missiles that, you know, just go up into the sky and then vaporize a city. These do something special. They're Poseidon. And so they are like drones, except not in the sky. They're underwater. And these drones can go down, be launched from the sub, and then go down and sit on the bottom of the ocean, let's say, by a shoreline. And... One of them would do it, but you they could launch many of these from one sub and they all sit up and down the shoreline and then they wait for the signal. And when the sub gives them the signal, they blow them up and uh, it's capable of creating a 1600 foot tidal wave. Now. The bad news is wipe a lot of people out. The good news is. In some ways, I guess, man-made climate change, you know, affecting the oceans. When man puts something down that'll, <laughs> you know, it's like 7,000 degrees instantly, we're going to wipe out the shorelines. I'm against that kind of climate change for I sure. I am too. Yeah. I am too. I am too. So they lost that submarine. It's out there someplace. Well, they watch it. Well, there they were watching They it. were watching it. And then it. it disappeared. I love that. Coming from NATO, when they say, and this is a quote, it disappeared i don't think it disappeared mm. i i'd like you to try for another word because <laughs> i don't think it disappeared i, I think, think it, that you weren't mean. watching it right. <laughs> we were all turned around with that there was a cake there was a birthday that day <laughs> and it, everyone was singing and happy it just, birthday just, just disappeared candles just blew disappeared. out we turned around it was gone and that new employee vladimir was uh, you know we he they, he had a happy birthday but we did lose the sub so I'd like to think that maybe this submarine is out just, you know, just trolling the waters, looking for the natural gas that we're shipping. 
Uh, but uh, that's not what it does best. Not what it does best. So hopefully their systems will work as well as our catapult on the USS Gerald Ford. You know, it's, it's funny. I feel like people are acting crazy all the time. This is just a general, you know, general sense of the world right now is that people are acting crazy. Part of that might be the craziness of the world, right? Like people are really unsure as to what the future holds. <laughs> yeah. Unsure how to stop it. Unsure yeah. how to react. There's nothing unsolid right now. Right. Whoa. It's almost like everything that you thought was solid is liquid. It's true. Mm-hmm. You don't know. You don't know any norms anymore. People are afraid to have conversation because mm-hmm. they don't know. I, am I going to say something that somebody all of a sudden is offended and then my life is over? It's really a, not a good thing. But the good news is we've gone through this before. The world has gone through things like this before. Not usually and well, but in the end, good things happen. In the end, after it's all over, good things happen. You just got to get to the other side. So now, how do you do that? Oh, I've got the number one thing you have to do coming up in about 15 minutes. Stand by. These days, 71% of uh, employees in the marketplace say the cost of living is higher uh, than what they actually are making in take-home pay. 71%. Okay, even if you're not part of the 71%, you're still swimming around in the same economy. Things are going to get worse before they get better. Maybe a lot worse, but they will get better. But you want to make sure that you don't lose everything uh, while things are getting worse. You need to be on a solid financial footing. So if you have high interest credit cards, you have an adjustable mortgage, please call American Financing. The number is 800-906-2440. They can help you on so many things. Refinancing your uh, mortgage to a lower fixed rate, providing other types of loans, even helping you find ways to raise your credit score, which is incredibly important. AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net or 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. A couple of things in the headlights. Loretta Lynn has uh, died. She was 90 years old. Cubans, listen to this one, America. Cubans are protesting over power loss. So they're out in the streets demanding freedom because they're tired of losing power. And why isn't it back on after uh, after the hurricane? They're protesting for freedom. Um, coming up in a minute, we, I've shared a lot of stuff. If you've missed any, any of this podcast today. It is an important uh, road sign uh, sort of program, mile marker, if you will, to show you where we really are as a nation. Go and find this podcast either at Blaze TV. You can you can listen to it and download it anytime you want, um, or you can uh, you can find it today's podcast wherever you get your podcast. But you don't have to be a hero to fix things. You don't have to be a hero. 
You know, a lot of people think, oh, it's overwhelming. I don't know what to do. I'm telling you the smallest things that you can do could save your life and save your country. How's your relationship with God? Are you striving to be more honest and more clean as a person? Get rid of all of the crappy things in your life, all the things that you do and you're like, ah, I shouldn't be doing this. Get rid of all of them. And then just start making the statements that you know have always been true. You don't have to be a hero. You don't have to change. In fact, to save the country, you must not change. You must reestablish the things that you've always known are true, that God exists. God is good. My family is sacred. My spouse and I, we are the ultimate authority, not the government when it comes to our kids. You don't have to be for social justice. You be for what you've always been. If you break the law, you pay the penalty. Justice is blind. And my side, their side, anybody's side, if you break the law, no one is above it. You have to stand and just quietly speak and with conviction stand for the things that you were raised knowing are true. The world can go to hell, but you don't have to go to hell with it. You just have to remember who you are, who you were, and who you were born to be. All right, couple of answers, one on the economy and one for life. In fact, yesterday I said it is the most important thing to your survival. I found a guy who happens to be on the show today that the is Glenn going to Beck talk program. about that.